Ooh, welcome to the Wednesday Night Tailgate, where the tailgate party never ends. I'm your host, Dros. Week 8 is in the books. What a week. I can't hear myself. Oh, man. Here we go. It's um, difficulties. But, yes. What the hell? Anyway, um, we have an exciting show for you, as I've messed up that intro big time. But we have a special guest tonight. But before we get to that, I must bring on my tag team partners for this evening. First, he has the worst takes in all of sports. It is the host of Sunday Night Crapper right here on the pod, being 8.30s on Sunday night. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Crapper. I should have gotten a toilet to flush every time I do this, but, you know, here we are again. Another Wednesday night. Another pathetic performance by the Giants. And here we are. And I think we already lost Sarge. I'm still, I'm still here. I barely hear you. You ready? I know. Are you, are, you on, are you on these stupid AirPods again? No, I'm on my regular stuff, but so, I don't know. It's messing up a little bit tonight. Can you hear me better now? I can hear you better now. It's like, can you okay. hear me now? Can you hear me yes. now? Can you hear me now? Yes. Why? But you should have flushed the toilet. But before we get into toilet flushing, we must bring on our other tag team partner for this evening. He has the deepest voice of any 21-year-old college student you've ever met. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Bengals superfan, Jai. Sarge. Crapper, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good Lord, it's 8 o'clock at night. Where the hell am I? What the hell am I talking about? Good evening to the both of you, you, you uh, wonderful, kind gentlemen. How are you all doing on this Wednesday night? I'm doing outstanding. Good. Hello. Yeah. You know what's the best? There's more people listening to this show right now than watching the World Series. Ooh, sick burn. It's That's probably funny. true. Oh wait, Warrior's gonna yell at me. Don't worry. Oh no. Oh no. I don't. I'm not even like. Uh, uh, quick story about the World Series. I have not watched one bit of it except when I ran to the Seven Eleven last night. Uh, and when I walk in, it's ten nothing in the third inning. I'm like, how is this and, even like? And that's what? when I shut the game off. I mean, this is the World Series, and this is what we get. No wonder people like aren't watching anyway. But anyway, um, yes. Before we can continue, we have a very special guest tonight. Oh, fellas. yes, we do. Mike Babchick is joining the as, no. as the behind the <laughs> producer of this show, I made sure we had a special guest tonight. Yes, and I would like for him to call in. He is here. I'm just waiting for him to call in. Oh, there he is. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the Godfather. Of the Wednesday night tailgate, he is a Raiders super fan who has denounced his fandom more times than I can count on my fingers. Ladies and gentlemen, Sugar Shane Falco. Guys, it happened. It finally fucking happened. Merry Christmas. <laughs> How we doing tonight? <laughs> oh my! Wow, you are excited. I my God in heaven! This is like opening Tecmo Super Bowl for Christmas in 1991, man. Oh, Let me let's tell go, you. Steven Baker <laughs> with the flea flicker. My you old heads, my goodness. God. 
Yeah, I just aged myself there horrifically, Jai. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? Good. <laughs> well, I don't think we're... None of us are doing as good as you, Sugar Ain't Shane. That's the damn truth, my friend. Holy piss. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know if I've denounced my fandom more times than Big Show has flip-flopped from babyface to heel. <laughs> it's up there, though, man. Let me tell you. God damn it. I usually give myself eight weeks, and then I'm out. But it only took me three weeks this, this season. Now I'm back. So... Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back, just like Chingy. It's terrible. So here we are again. I have hope. Yes. So for those who don't know, the Raiders today fired their GM, fired Josh McDaniels, and also fired their offensive coordinator and named Antonio Pierce the interim head coach, a little tied to Crapper's New York Giants. Um, before we get like real into your thoughts, Shane, did you hear the story that's going around about how Josh McDaniels got fired? Oh, that is a total fabrication, but it's absolutely hysterical. Ah, I was hoping That's it was I true. I want to believe it went down. <laughs> oh, that would be so I'm, good. I'm just going to run with it, though. Go ahead, Shane. Tell those who don't know, how. what is the fabrication that is going around? So, allegedly, this was on The Athletic. Josh McDaniels was a, is a, uh, he's a big jokester, so he showed up to the facility dressed up as Mark Davis. And uh, Mark Davis has an affinity for P.F. Chang's as well, too. So he allegedly ordered P.F. Chang's for lunch. And they sat down and enjoyed uh, some delicious uh, Chinese cuisine there. And then Josh McDaniels opened up a fortune cookie that said, by the way, you're fired. So <laughs> this is only true. <laughs> I wish. That's, that would be an epic story if it were true. So, incredible. So, wanna, Shane, I want to get your thought because – I know, like, McDaniel's fired. He's done a terrible job. But also, with that firing, yes. I read today, um, the Raiders have locked up $90 million to pay coaches not to coach the team between him and John Gruden. Yeah, I actually said I would pay them $100 million to stay the fuck away from uh, Allegiant. I mean, I can't, dude, there is, you can't put a price tag on happiness, let me tell you. Uh, but, yeah, that is actually pretty – disgusting if you ask me uh mark davis really hasn't uh, had quite the track record here we can't draft for shit reggie mckenzie was gm for a little bit actually got us to a 12 and 4 season in the playoffs but uh i i am extremely optimistic i i watched the uh press conference with antonio pierce he brought a lot of energy there he said the raider way is back uh, there's going to be a, a commitment to excellence. There's going to be a product on the field that fans could be proud of. And uh, he just, I was ready to run through a brick wall. I mean, I was at the gym when I was watching this. So it Ooh. just pumped me up even more than I already was. It was fantastic. But um, it, it, he, he concluded by saying that he's, a, he's from Compton. And he grew up a Raider fan. You know, he was rocking the hat straight out of Compton, all this fun stuff. He was a big NWA fan. And uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm... I, God damn it. I'm so excited. We have Champ Kelly as the interim GM. Uh, he was a big name coming up the last couple of years. So he, he became the assistant GM under Ziegler. I, I'm sick of the turnover. I, it, it, we're always starting over. I can't do it anymore. Give Champ a chance. Give him half a season. Get, get, roll it over in the next season. I have a really good feeling about Antonio Pierce. He's a uh, he's a player's coach. He's going to get these guys motivated. Uh, according to him, everyone's fired up. They're steely-eyed. That was the exact term. Um, Devontae Adams, 
more or less said, please, God, get me out of here without saying, oh, God, get me out of here the other night uh, during that debacle. By the way, I watched one play Monday night, and that was all I needed to see. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was the overthrow from Garoppolo. Yeah. <laughs> so and back to Monday Night Raw, I went. But right, um, so yeah. I got a couple of questions for you. Shoot, brother. Number one, Antonio Pierce already has come out. Is that Aiden uh, O'Connell is already going to be the starting quarterback moving forward, and Jimmy Garoppolo is to the bench? It's pharmacy season. Yes, sir. Thoughts on that? I love it. I absolutely love it. From what I saw from him in the preseason, very sharp. He throws an excellent long ball, something Garoppolo can't do, uh, something Hoyer has no interest in doing. Uh, by the way, can we just cut Brian Hoyer? I will. Can we throw an additional $2 million to keep him away from Allegiant? I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with that. I, I, real quick, I think, you, I, think, I think you can't, Shane, because yeah. they don't want Garoppolo – because if he does get injured, I think it triggers like a $20 million. It actually uh, does. Yeah, so I think that's why, you, unfortunately, you have to keep Hoyer, Shane. No, no, bring somebody else up. That's fine. I don't even care. We Just bring bring in uh, the, the, the the ghost of Art Schlichter or somebody. I don't even give a shit. I don't even know if he's still alive now. I don't care. Just put that. Just put it. The best availability. The best ability is availability. I don't care. Get them both out of here. I don't want the Patriot way. I don't believe in the Patriot way. That's, now, that's something 20 years ago. It's like Windows 98. We don't need Patri it. Patriots fans don't even believe in the Patriot way <laughs> exactly. no more. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. 110%. Now, now, if on, if the – I understand this. Yeah. Maybe it's a contract thing. Sure. Why didn't Mark Davis yeah. fire him Tuesday morning if this was the play to put Aiden O'Connell as starter now moving forward, you're telling me the Vikings or the Jets would have not traded for Jimmy Garoppolo? So I had read something that uh, the they were talking to the Jets. Or no, they were talking to the Vikings. I'm sorry. They were talking to the Vikings about Garoppolo, but nothing. Uh, they didn't get further than initial talks. Which okay. I totally understand. I mean, they're in a great position now with Josh Dobbs. That is, I'm sure you guys will cover that in a bit. But, um, yes, we will. Yeah, absolutely. But uh yeah, no, I we're you know one bad signing after bad signing after bad signing. It's what we do. Uh I just hmm. uh, you know, it just there's no bullshit. I, I just can't I can't sugarcoat it. There's just yeah. I can't. Yeah. So last now, question for you and I'll let Jai get to all of his. Yes. Harbaugh gets in trouble at Michigan. Has to get out of there. Comes knocking mm. on Mark Davis's door. Ooh. Do the Raiders go and hide or Harbaugh for next year? That's an excellent question. And I actually mulled this over today. Um, they're all about making a splash, getting the, the, you know, trying to get that sexy coat, the sexy pick, you know, Gruden's back, this and that, all this nonsense. No. Uh, I thought about it. No. This is what I want. It's a, obviously it's a copycat league. You see all these these coaches now. They're all younger. They're energetic. They're innovative with their offenses. You know, I, I and I'm gonna I, I call them the the auto draft for Madden because the names I'm about to name sound like your auto draft Madden in the sixth round on your dynasty. Uh, Frank Smith and Ben Johnson, uh, two uh, awesome offensive coordinators for Miami and uh, Detroit. That's what I want to see. I want to see a young guy light it up. There's talent there. There's Myers. There's Adams. There's Mayer. There's Hooper. 
There's uh, Josh Jacobs in the backfield who can catch. I mean, please get me somebody with a brain. Not... So. <laughs> Hello. Do we lose anybody? Oh, no, Jai, we're waiting for you. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to cut you off, uh, Shane, but I wanted to – no, my initial question was going to be, so Lou Anarumo, who he and Mike Bengals, which we'll get into as the program progresses, he got interviewed and was talked about a lot last offseason in terms of being a potential head coaching candidate. And then after the job uh, that my Bengals did against San Francisco last mm-hmm. Sunday, only, you know, rose those uh, those conversations about him getting a head coaching job this upcoming offseason again. So if he, you know, if Mark Davis interviewed Lou Anarumo, Lou Anarumo I understand he's a defensive guy. But listen, he's, I mean, he's a damn good defensive coordinator, and I would imagine he'd be a solid NFL head coach that help anybody. You wouldn't take Lou Anarumo if the opportunity presented itself? Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. You, you pair him with Patrick Graham, I think you, I mean, there's pieces in place on the defensive side as well. Max Crosby, as we all know, is a, is a goddamn Terminator back there. Uh, because Marcus the Raiders Epps. do need to build yep. their defense out yes, because they, they have Max Crosby, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, I'm a fan of Marcus Epps. Marcus Peters needs to retire already. Uh, Nate Hobbs is a pit bull. I mean, there, there's there's names, but Crosby needs help. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Okay. Um, now, what now if I were if McDaniels for a case in point were still employed, mm-hmm. what would you have come on here and said after the debacle? on Monday night because they had many of the Lions couldn't put the ball in the end zone. They had red zone drives after red zone drives stolen and in either turnovers or field goals. They couldn't, they, they did nothing with them in response. The team loses to, you know, Jeff Saturday last year, Tyler Badgett embarrasses them a few weeks, a few weeks beforehand. What, 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 if you could, quote unquote eulogize Josh <laughs> McDaniels's tenure as the yeah. as the Vegas Raiders head coach. What would what what would your eulogy in essence of his tenure there be? Well, this is gonna and, be good. And uh, and why <laughs> oh boy. Um four simple words. Fuck all the way off. That's all I got. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, may he never see the light of day for uh, may he never get another head coaching gig in this league maybe maybe uh, maybe Dwayne Johnson could call him he could go head coach in the XFL or something but he he does not <laughs> does not belong with a headset on an NFL you know with an NFL head coaching gig holy shit but you were saying what i would say initially um other than the eulogy um i would act that's that is super simple. I would actually renounce my fandom. <laughs> That's what I would <laughs> Now, like the fourth season in a row. Fourth season in a row, renounce the fandom. Right. Now, would now now that you guys are obviously in a, you know, in a rebuild state. First of all, my initial question, why didn't you guys trade Devontae Adams yesterday? That's a great question. I really don't. I it would have made the most sense because if, granted, Jimmy, you know, 
say nothing changed, Jimmy would have been the quarterback. It, it would have made perfect and total sense. Trade that piece. I wouldn't even be comfortable for a draft pick because we can't draft for shit anyway. You got Jalen Carter sitting there. You end up with Kyrie Wilson. So, I mean, <laughs> I, it, player for player, I would have been happy. And I th- personally, I think what the nail in the coffin was, you get Chase Young for a third rounder and you get uh, Montez Sweat for a second. I mean, we can't draft for shit. That, that it was a slam dunk. Max could have had help right there. That could have been the nail in the coffin right there, I think. But Yep. And now, what do you think is a bigger need? We brought up revamping the defense. Would yes. you Is your first step revamping the defense? Or is it see what see what the franchise can do to bring in a franchise quarterback and that's not a, another and not another you know Derek Carr or Jimmy G or any of these mid yeah. these mid motherfuckers that you know good yes. and damn well aren't going to win you a Super Bowl <laughs> yeah yeah we traded in our we traded in one lemon and uh traded in a, a lemon and we got even a fucking we get, just got a basket of lemons with that one with Jimmy G Jesus Christ and I hate to say this but I actually own a Jimmy G jersey so uh I might have, I might have to, uh, might have to flush that. Up that. What's that? You have to flush that down the crapper. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Brought to the flush. Brought to you by Folgers. There we go. But uh, that's right. Yeah, the coffee yeah. cup. Damn right. But as far as the franchise quarterback goes, um, man, what would I do first? Oh boy. Well, linebackers for starters. Uh, Luke Masterson and Robert Spillaney and D- Divine Diablo are our main linebackers. Uh, Diablo's injured. Uh, Spillaney can only make so many plays by himself. Uh, defensive line, linebacker. Um, give me another alpha at corner. Um, let me rebuild the offensive line. Give me a fucking mauler. Uh, we've got the receivers. And now Renfro might actually do something, and that's another thing, too. You mean to tell me this quote-unquote offensive-minded genius who's had Wes Welker, Danny Amendola, and um, Wes Gronk. Welker, Amendola, Wait, and... Edelman. Wait, Julian Edelman. Chris, Edelman. Yes, Chris, I heard Edelman. Edelman. What do you need? You mean to tell me ah, you can't get with Hunter <laughs> fucking Renfro? Like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Get this, I'm so glad he's gone. But, um, yeah, no, I would revamp the off, both lines from the, from the inside out. Raider-style football. Grinders up front. Fucking speedy linebackers and guys that'll make you feel it when you get fucking hit in the mouth. That's what I want. It just seems like mistake after mistake after mistake, Shane. Kind of like my dating life, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, ever since, you know, they signed McDan, like why he got a six year deal, I I don't know. Um,. You guys don't franchise Josh Jacobs, or no, you don't. You don't extend the fifth year option mm-hmm. to him, so then you have to deal with all this bullshit in the off season. You yeah. sign an oft injured Jimmy Garoppolo, and then when he signed, he you sign him, and who's then he has to get surgery. QB? What's that? I said, who's a system QB at that? Yeah, but it's Correct. even you. You sign him, and then he has to get surgery, like yeah. after you yeah. sign him, like I, I mean. I feel for you, Shane, and all these mistakes. I just hope that whoever they bring in there, if it's not Antonio Pierce for a long haul, this is like you're like in a three-year rebuild because you've already won too many games this year to get one of those quote-unquote franchise quarterbacks. And 
uh, I don't like you're in you're in like no man's land and it's like really bad. It yes. is you know it's almost like you have to like tank next year as well to break everything down and then to tr- hopefully build it up in like two years after that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I'd be okay with Crapper as as the GM. I, I, he would do a better yeah. job. I'm not even lying. That's scary. You know. Scary. Or maybe even I, I would put Jai in charge of the scouting department because I know he would do a fucking phenomenal job. Um, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate just, that. Hey, no problem, but see, my friend. This is at least the benefit to you, Shane. Yeah. You guys now have an argument to completely burn it to the ground and build yes. it back up. While my pathetic giants are pretty mired <laughs> in this seven and nine, six and uh, you know, seven and ten, six and eleven, eight and nine type bullshit after this year. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> oh, oh no. no. Well, I watch Danny Dinks school around every week. A W A D A. And then we put Denny DeVito behind center. We don't even trust him with the forward pass. Oh, jeez. Good old Tommy DeVito. You know, I thought we were going to have an old-school Italian mafia shootout here Sunday with Tommy DeVito and Jimmy G, but I guess it's it's not to, not to be, I suppose. <laughs> no, it's so we're going to get Matt Barkley versus Aiden O'Connell. Woo! Let's now go. You got, I think Dimes, Dinks is supposed to play. Yeah, he, he might back. play, and then Danny he'll get, Derps you know – when Max Crosby hits him in the neck again, you know, it's the end of it. <laughs> Shane, last thing for yeah. me. Did you hear um, the ghost of Adam Gase is willing to listen to offers from the Las Vegas Raiders about their head coaching yeah. vacancy? It's funny you say that because our <laughs> offensive coordinator is from the Adam Tree coaching Gase. So <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked either way. I mean, honestly, I hope yes. Pierce does well so we don't have to search for a coach I, I really hope he's the answer but you know i i haven't been watching football much and now i'm actually gonna tune in sunday so we'll see what happens yes especially it's isn't it a sunday night crapper special oh oh no no it's not no it's that's Monday next night. week no that's next week sorry i forgot oh. next week is raiders jets on sunday night crapper oh, oh god, god. Kill us. Kill us. Well, it should be entertaining, Jai. You get a me real, and Shane. A real oh, Sunday night football game will be on this week, and that's Bill's Bengals, but you make nice. it. Yes. 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 So, oh, um, anybody have any final questions for Sugar Shane? He's not going to be with us the whole show. I he is. I'm just saying, a, before yeah, we move gonna, on from, from yeah. the Raiders, before we move on from the Raiders, that's what I'm, as, that's what I'm asking, Jai. Yeah, I'm going to chill oh, in the okay. chat. We good. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Any final thoughts, Shane, before? <sighs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm 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 really going to try my best to not renounce my fandom by the end of the season. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Saturday night on Podbean, Crown Jewel, me and the doc will be covering that. So if you guys want to tune in. Night or after- Saturday at like 2 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Um. He he has to examine patients, so. So you said what? Do the replay? Yeah, we're just gonna do the replay. I'll watch it live, so I, I get a somewhat of an idea of what I'm talking about. So. Okay. Well, let <laughs> me talk to you. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I did that in the middle of class today, and the kids looked yeah. at me with ten freaking heads. Oh, oh no. come on! That one kid Damn watches it. wrestling in I, school. I said to him, like, it's like no. L.A. night, and I said, yeah, and they're like, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Wait, crapper! What 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 do you teach? What do you teach? Eighth grade math. So you think that an eighth grader is watching wrestling? At least one of them. Jeez. Do, do they? Uh, so, 
What what's the eighth grade like? What is the scene right now like with your class? Is you know the the is there like a a clash between you know rival versus rival? Is there like a bully dynamic? Maybe a little bit of now it shouldn't be not at fucking fourteen years old. I mean they don't have a pot to piss in, but I mean in terms of uh, you know quote unquote romantic love interest. So give me the scene. Well, I mean I have I like. For example, I have one girl who already has now basically throughout the year explained to me that, and I've come to the conclusion that it's now there's about 10 different kids she has a crush on. But here's the catch. Yes. The kids are on both sides of the aisle. Ooh. <laughs> so five, five are boys and five are girls. So she doesn't know which way. I have another kid that definitely has. She, I guess, I knew right away. I'm like, there's no way this kid doesn't have Tourette. She has tics. She's tremoring. All these things. I figured, all right, the parents know she has Tourette's. It's probably being handled. Like, I'm not going to be a dick and like call the parents. Be like, hey, your your daughter's like tremoring. Turns out the parents had no fucking idea. And now all of a sudden she left my class on Friday to ask me to go to the bathroom. So I sent her. Turns out she went from the bathroom to the nurse and couldn't stop cursing. She went full blown like Eric Cartman Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> and was supposed to be the nurse saying, fuck, shit, fuck, shit. And then they sent her to the guidance office and she still couldn't stop. So when she was out Monday, because she had told me, she said, I'm not taking the high school exam because I'm going on a cruise. I'm like, okay, I'll be, I'm gonna take it on the weekend. So I figured her cruise started. No, she's been out because she's at home and she can't stop cursing. <laughs> wow. So you Being basically an eighth grade teacher is rough now. So, so you're it, living basically in an episode of South Park. Is you got boys that are girls, girls that are boys. And it's just, it, you just roll with the punches. And, I, and to add to it, I'm mentoring a guy. I got told to mentor a guy this year. So I got told to mentor the new math teacher that they brought in. Jeez. And there's a bunch of us talking to him, and we've all given him very, very basic directions, like don't sit behind the desk, move around, make sure you show your authority in the classroom, don't let the kids talk over you. You know, when you build a lesson, have a clear objective. This guy has not listened to a goddamn word anybody has told him. You know, like, <laughs> he's thirty. He's still like. He sleeps till like twelve o'clock on the weekends with his parents in his parents' house. He called like the co-teacher and said to them, "My mom yelled at me and told me I have to get my crap together." I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so, so, so." Today he was out for a quote-unquote mental health day, so I was like, "Okay, great." So I'm going to cause the new guy to fire as to be fired, or he'll quit because I'm like his mentor. I'm like, this is outstanding. <laughs> this is outstanding. It turns out it wasn't me. It turns out my AP actually. Like I had talked to her yesterday and she called him in and it turns out he's definitely afraid of her. And she's like nothing. Like she's like this, like this nice lady and he's definitely afraid of like her presence. It's like, wow. we, it's a, it's a fucked up year. It's get worse and worse every year. Huh? Crapper. Damn. COVID fucked them up. I'll tell you that. Oh, it has not been the in, same since in, COVID. In more ways Sorry. than one, absolutely. Well, there is some football we got to discuss on this program, yes. Sarge. So let's get into yes. it. Yes. No, hold on. I want to ask. Hold, hold on. on. Hold on. Oh, oh, go ahead. Okay, Crapper's got some first. Go ahead, Crapper. Well, 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 
our buddy Kurt over there is doing his perfect plex and throwing the football 100 yards down the field as his new quarterback. <laughs> yeah. All right. A little Kurt Henning reference. Yes, um, love it. We did promise Jai. Oh, you want to get into five it? You want to get bad into it now? minutes <gasps> for his five top hottie list. Oh, I am hanging up for this. You're hanging up for it. Oh, I'm gonna All hang right. out. I'm just hanging up. I'm just gonna end. The okay, call. I'm gonna chill in the chat, guys. Thanks Jai, are you ready? Yes, I'm. All right. Let's hear are, it, are Jai. Who ready? are the top five hotties? Now, hopefully I, hopefully, I know some of these people. Now, remember, <laughs> there's no chance. My, <laughs> now, remember, I, I didn't know any of them last year either. <laughs> well, actually, it, was from, it wasn't that long ago. It was back from February. Now, remember, my five in February. It was Paige Spiranek. Spiranek, how do you pronounce the fuck? Oh, I know, I know her. Number Come five. On. Come on. And by the way, she put on a Baywatch outfit for Halloween. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Lauren Shahadi on the MLB Network was number four. Taylor Rooks was number three. Nikki Blades was two. Monica Alvarez was one. That was eight. No, <laughs> nine months ago. That was nine months ago. Now, the updated list. At As number... Jai is now one year older. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, at number five, you see her on uh, Peacock Break and uh, Amazon Prime. And also on, I, on the I Am Athlete YouTube channel with Brandon Marshall. The one and only, the Dutch. You remember how in the Wolf of Wall Street, uh, he uh, DiCaprio's character Boylefort called uh, Margot Robbie the Duchess of Bayridge, Brooklyn. Well, this one yes. is certainly a Duchess that reigns and hails from the great borough of Brooklyn as well. The one and only Ashley Nicole Moss at number five. Ashley Nicole. Let me look. All right, I don't know who she is. Ashley Nicole Moss. I, I've heard of the yes. name. I gotta look it up. Okay. Very nice, Jai. All right. Okay, I you know I can, I can get with with that. I don't know. I've never seen her before. Um, if she's hanging out with Brandon Marshall, I have problems with that guy. But <laughs> we shall continue talking about. I didn't get paid enough to play for the Jets. Okay, relax, dude. Come. She has down. a very pretty at face. I, I will say that. Yeah, at, did good. That's good. Let's go. Number four. At number four. Uh, formerly on uh, the Maxim's Hot 100 at number one, the golf influencer and sh extraordinaire, Paige Sporanic. Oh, there you go. All right, I, I can I know who she is. So she's moved up hey, a spot on the which list. One is this? Ooh, she Paige Sporanic. Oh, you know who oh, she is. I, I missed it. Very sexy. Still a crapper. Yes, so, Paige Sporanic. So she went from five to four. Yes. Now crapper. She's moved up. She's Interesting. Moved up. Yes. All right, number at, three. At number three, Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend that puts pathetic Taylor Swift to shame. <laughs> number three, she hails from Tinseltown, California, the one and only Kayla Nicole. Number Kayla three. Nicole? Kayla mm -hmm. Nicole. Oh, she's got an Instagram. Yep. All right. Kelsey was Kelsey doing a good job back then. He was, and then he downgraded. She, she got a little tush that you could push. There you go. A little she, brotherly brotherly shove. I know she's a tush push. All right. <laughs> that's that's uh, what was that? That's number three. That's so number three. In that for Taylor Swift. Yes. 
I mean, I could do without the inner arm tattoo, but yeah, I, I don't get me started with the t- whole tattoo thing. It, it drives me. Oh, uh, here we go. It drives. You're me you're with crapper on this like little yes, like, oh, the inner arm it's, tattoo. It's, it's, oh, it's it takes enough. away. It, oh, please. It, it does. Sarge is the guy who would have no problem going out with a girl with tattoos on her face. So I mean, you're, they, you're not a you're not, not the you're, face. No, you're not you're not in the Marines, and you're not a, a a member of a motorcycle gang. Okay, enough with the ink. Stop it. Um, <laughs> All right. No, number two, you see her as a corresponding reporter, an interviewer on Amazon Prime's Thursday Night Football, as well as the NBA on TNT, the one and only from atlanta georgia taylor rooks ah uh, so, so, so we have does that mean we have a new number uh, one yes we do have a new number yeah because she was number one last year was she not no i told you uh the monica alvarez was number one. Oh, okay taylor rooks she was on the list last year what was she she was not i thought taylor rooks was on the list no yes you're right i apologize yeah. she was three so she yeah, was three, so uh, I'm, I'm a fan i'm a fan yeah so she's moved up a spot on the list as well okay yes. All right, let's. I guess let's find out if we have a new number one on the list here, Jai. At number one, at number one, she is a radio personality in the greater San Francisco Bay Area. IG, I guess you could call her a new IG golf influencer. I guess you could call her that. Uh, who's golf been on this, Who's been on this list before? She hails from San Francisco, California, a place where my Bengals kicked the living piss out of their football team, 31 to 17, <laughs> I might add. But she is by far the most gorgeous woman on the planet, the one and only Nikki Blades. Who? Oh, my God. You, a- you asked me that the last time, Crapper. Nikki Blades? Oh, yeah, yes. we did talk about this one. All right. So she was on the list last year too, uh, right? Uh, last time, right, Jai? Yes, she went from uh, she went from two to number one. Okay. I mean, trust me, she's got hips that don't lie. But no, the I see a picture of this face, and it just looks like looks like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift might have a better face than this. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow! Oh, that's fireworks! I want, I want everybody to go on their little Google on their phone, type <laughs> in Nikki Blades, and if you look Google. at it, it's the fourth picture. It says, "Welcome <laughs> to my world." Hi, I'm Nikki Blades TikTok, and you see her face, and she's got this like horse lip thing going on. Like, I mean, I'm impressed that you're into the golf now, Jai. I might have to take you to the driving range or something here. But um. <laughs> I, I don't know about this being number one. This is you're wow. nuts. You, if you two you're ever nuts. meet, I think Jai's gonna kick your ass for what you said, crowd. That was fighting words right there. Taylor Swift looks I mean, better than Nikki Blades. Wow. Can you go look at this? I've looked go, at the pictures. Look at her face. I also you're, don't have a problem high. with Taylor Swift. I know it's you like two do. Took a waffle iron to her face. <laughs> 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 A waffle iron. We got wow. on one end. We got waffles on the other. This, this can't air. This can't air. Jai. Somebody looks like French toast. Jai, I would take yeah. what he says with a grain of salt because this is the guy oh, in, in many a chat will send a picture and he'll say, oh, the toilet seat is up in the back. Like, who gives a fuck about the toilet seat being up? That, that's just his take on the picture. Hey, the that's, that's not good. Is up. I, don't want, I don't want a girl who's the toilet seat up, all right? 
too much ma- too much makeup on the on the bathroom counter. <laughs> Little oh, watermarks God. on the mirror. So so is this <laughs> so is oh my God. So is this list an improvement over the last one or no? What what what's what's our takeaways from this one? Here's what I'll say, Jai. Um, I only know three of the girls from last list because two, three of them reappeared on this list. So I don't know, remember what the other two look like. Um, but I think a very, very good list. Cannot I cannot argue with the list. I crap. I think is a little overboard. Monica Alvarez is definitely. Definitely better looking than Nikki Blades. Well, I took her I mean, off. Look the, at her, I, well, listen, I took her, her off the list. She's pregnant. That's I, she's of pregnant. course I did. Of course I did. She's still hot pregnant. It doesn't matter. When you're 21 years of age and, and you see, no, you're off your list. Nope. Really? Mm-hmm. You, you should, off, you you should think you should think it's not mine. That's what you you're should off. be thinking, John. Oh, hell no. Oh, you can't I have free, free reign. That's a death sentence for a kid my age. Look at her pregnant. You tell me that's not hot. She's not Chai, you need to you need to change your thinking. When when you see a girl that's pregnant already, you should be like, oh, no, you know, free, that's a no. free shooting gallery, and no. you don't have to worry about oh, hitting no. the target. God, no, I'm looking no, at these God, photos no. right now. I I, no. I might have to go, I might have to leave the room. Oh jeez, <laughs> this oh, this can't there's, one, there's one here. Just every uh, the whole backside is just out. I mean, what we're looking at Instagram. Somebody go on Instagram, Monica Alvarez 03, February 17th. That's all you got to know. All, all right? right. Go look it up. We're done here. <laughs> We're back at number one. February 14th, same thing. I can't. No. You, oh, once once goodness. you're taken, you're off. You're oh, off the list. Terrible. You're off the list. You're off the list. You, you know what? This... You can't put them on. You, know, you can't put this like you just can't. You can't put Brady. You can put Brady in 2022 as your top five quarterbacks in the league. But once right. he's out of the league, off the market, no more. No mas. That's it. Right. You can't do it. You no. can't do it. I'd rather you put Annie Agar number one than the one you picked. Oh, oh now you're just getting silly. <laughs> you're just getting silly. You this reminds me of we used to no. We used to do a, a woman crush Wednesday on this show when we first started the show. We might have to bring this back, and everybody talks about you know has a different woman each week. Yeah, let's, we had we couldn't pick the same one each week. We had to pick a different one each week. I, that's fine. JP's right though. I, I do. He's not wrong. I do like horses. I mean, yes, so that is, you that, do. That, you that do bet good. on the you do bet on the ponies, I don't do you? Like Breeders Cup weekend this weekend. Crapper, you are, you, crap, get... you are so out of line for this. <laughs> you are so out of line. You put in oh, some money on the ponies man. this weekend, uh, Crapper? She, she Probably is, not. But... Crapper, she is no? a gorgeous woman. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. I, I, I like the I like the I like, I like how Dirty one. got out of this. Mrs. Crapper is pregnant. No, <laughs> no Mrs. Crapper is not pregnant. There's no, there's no second babies coming here. Just one little Crapper. All right. Let, Monica, let's get... Monica Alvarez is pregnant. Yeah, let's Unfortunately, get back to, fo- so let's she's get back off the to football that oh, since Jai pulled a, a hottie at a number one. Let's, let's, let's go. All right. Well, I, I'll send um, this list to our buddy Ruick and we'll see what he thinks. Okay. Ruick's too busy in this. Ireland or wherever. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Ruick is around, Jai. He's in. He's away. Well, I don't know if he's uh, back or not yet. I, I heard from him this morning. I'll, tra- I'll track him down. I'll okay, him I think down. He, he might be back, but I think he just got back like the other day because he posted about – he was away for the last eight days. Yeah, they, um, they took a break from the kid. Oh, oh, no kid? Just uh, the two of them? Just the two of them. 
Just oh, nice. the two hey. of us. You need. You know what? You need. We that can make it if we try. Just the two. Of am, us. am I wrong, Crowd? You need that a little sometimes, right? A little just yeah, you and the I wife. Mean, I mean, I guess so. I mean, myself and Mrs. Crapper, I think, have gone on probably since Kate, since uh, Little Crapper's been born. I think we've probably been on like two or three dates, like just us. We, we bring we bring her over. She's our third. She's our sidekick. We don't we don't leave her behind. Most of the times when we've left her behind is because we've been going to a foul event, whether it's a foul miss, foul con, you know. Well, you know what? You need to every now. Not I'm not saying you need to go I'll spread a week in Ireland, Cropper, but like what a night or two out. Yeah, you know, no, you, you definitely need a night out here and there. There's no, there's no way you don't. Yeah. You don't you and don't you don't have to that. go crazy. Just you know. Go out to a nice dinner, and that's it. Yeah, you go to Margarita's Mexican restaurant. And- oh, oh my God! What are you, Joe Tropea? Come on! I know. I saw. I saw you at a Mexican restaurant. You don't know. Could have been Margaritas. Oh Jesus! Right, let's, um, get to, let's get into football. Let's go. Let's get into football. a little football. Um, we covered. Let's get right into this first of all before you even get into things. Okay. Man, Campbell. Man, <laughs> football. Gibbs running wild all over. The Raiders. The I love football. <laughs> That's what the Lions did. That's all I got to say about the game. Let's move on. Okay. The game was, I think, way closer than it should have been. And I didn't watch much of it. I was busy. But, like, you said, like, they, I heard they got screwed on a overturn, like a fumble on down by the goal line. There was no like way the, in hell they could have overturned that. I mean, you want to say it's a bad call, it's a bad call, but how in the hell are they supposed to overturn it when there's a big mosh pit of bodies? Well, I mean, everyone was like, well, shouldn't the play have been go wrong. Well, I'm saying, shouldn't the play have been blown dead by that point? Like, the forward progress had been stopped? It should have. That's what I mean. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. And then they, they, you know, they're ripping at the guy's arm while no one's moving anywhere for, like, three seconds. Like, okay, like let's call it dead. But... I think it should have been bad. And then Goff had a bad interception at, for a touchdown. Other than that, the Raiders did absolutely nothing. They should have left Josh McDaniels on the tarmac is how bad it was. I mean, the Raiders played have played uninspired football all season. It's been terrible. Like I heard they're in the game, and yet nobody. it's like nobody's trying. Like somehow they're you're down by six points against the Lions and not putting any effort. Like, come There's on, There's no fire, no grit within them. And by yes. the way, oh, I wanted to talk about this, and I wish I should have, and I should have brought this up when uh, Shane was on. I understand he's in the chat, but I should have brought it up when he was on. By the way, I I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I am not crying a river for remorse and sympathy and empathy for Devontae Adams. Okay, since when in Devon, and I brought this up on my show yesterday. Never in Devontae Adams' career, he's been he's been in the league since 2014. They, the Raiders have been in the playoffs exactly twice in his NFL career. And Devontae Adams, who's played in NFC Championship games his rookie year in 2016 and 2019 and in 2020 back-to-back, that's won division titles and has played in the playoffs up the yin-yang throughout his entire NFL career, playing with one of the most talented and, and one of the league's top 25, top 50 greatest quarterbacks of all time. And one like this is not Oakland Coliseum, you know, circa night, circa 1972. All right. The idea that it, that that it, that he had to go play for the for the Raiders organization, despite their their 
troubling and alarming dysfunction over the better part of the last 20 plus years since they got their asses kicked by the Bucks in Super Bowl 37. I'm not crying on river for them. I understand get your money. I understand uh, I understand securing your and improving your family's qu- uh, quality of life and improving your socioeconomic status as an individual and as a, and as a husband and as a father to your children. I understand all that. But at the end of the day, he wanted to go to the Raiders. The, the Green Bay Packers obliged and did him that favor as a thank you for his services to the franchise. He wanted to play for the silver and black. He wanted to play for him. And not only did he want to get traded there, he also put his, his John Hancock on a piece of paper and signed a contract extension there. So now all of a sudden, because his blood brother, you know, from Fresno State, Derek Carr, who again, mid average at best i mean when was Derek carr ever considered to be the kent stabler of uh, you know in, in the nash in terms of the 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 league's best top tier nfl quarterbacks not not then not now not ever okay so i, I don't want to hear the Derek carr excuse and then when Derek carr leaves it doesn't somehow click and it's not you know what maybe you should either leave and go down to new orleans to go play with Derek carr or request a trade and go somewhere else or here's an idea request out and maybe you can link up with Aaron Rodgers over in Jersey and become teammates with him over in you know over east and play with him with the New York Jets but that didn't occur to him it was Raider for life Raider Nation this that and the third and now all of a sudden because he's got Jimmy G overthrowing overthrowing him by 25 yards every single time he drops back the pass and his former head coach is is a stooge that doesn't know his ass from his elbow. I mean, offensive genius, my ass. Now all of a sudden, he's throwing shit all over the sidelines and he's screaming and fussing. Oh, get me out! Get me out of this hellhole that I'm in. When he's the one that chose there to begin with. I'm not crying a river for him. You wanted to be a raider. You, you got what you wanted. Now you sit there and you suffer the consequences. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. You hear the tune, damn Skippy. You pay the fucking piper. I I feel for the guy a little bit. I, I mean, I'm sure when he signed and got moved to the Raiders, he wasn't signing up for this uh, less than a year after he signed the contract. I'm pretty sure he was under the impression Carr would be there the whole time he was going to be a Raider. And then Josh McDaniels came in and somehow convinced Mark Davis that Derek Carr was not the guy and Jimmy G was better than Derek Carr. I know a lot of people get on Derek Carr and like, oh, he sucks and this and that. Like I said, he hasn't never played with a good defense until finally this year. And then, of course, now he's got receivers dropping balls on him left and right. I, I can't, I can't kill Derek Carr. I know Shane hates Derek Carr, but the Raiders have had uh, an above-average offense more like more often than not when Derek Carr was at the helm. Tell me one time when they had a better than ranked twenty first defense the whole time Derek Carr was there. No, don't I understand that the defense, as we discussed with Shane, is a disgrace. But at the same time, when has Derek Carr ever been considered a top ten quarterback in the National Football League that you know I good, think he, good he damn was, you could win a Super Bowl with? He He's was, never been that. He was the year when Amari Cooper of the half a season when and he then broke he his leg. broke and he broke Outside his leg. Of that. But that well, was broke one his leg. year. And then okay. and he had a rap sheet of years since, including including of which in 2021 when they when Gruden got exiled and they brought in Rich Basaccia and the Raiders had four opportunities 
to once again break my heart as a Bengals fan. And he said, you know what? Giant Baltimore, he's suffered enough. Let me throw on fourth and goal with our season hanging hanging on by a thread. Let me throw a, 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 a curl route five yards short of the end zone into the arms of Jermaine Pratt. So it's enough. I I ain't feeling sorry for him. I know. I'm not. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just I get, I God get bless the, him, I get but the, you chose to be there. I get it. I just get the frustration. Like you're – you're sold the bill of goods, and then they show you show up with rotten tomatoes. Is basically what happened to him for Devontae Adams. But um, enough about the Raider. We've talked about the Raiders on ad nauseum more than we'll ever talk about them on this program. Uh, for Shane the said here for the <laughs> yes. Shane um, said here for the car. Slam. Oh, he hates he hates car. Oh man, he's been he's been on the car hate train for years now. As um, he should be. He's not that good. This ties into your – oh, he wants – well, you got a request, Shane. Hold on. He said tag – okay, hold on. Let me tag him in. I'll only Here take a go. second Shane of your is, time and you guys can get on. I just wanted to say – Take as much time as you want. In addition to that, Jai, Carr, Carr also threw in a triple coverage in that and in, in the red zone there in that playoff game. Yeah, he Before did. It was happened. like three – it was like Jermaine yeah. Pratt. I think it might have been yes. either a Wouzier and yeah. maybe Jesse Bates that also was guarding him too, yeah. Correct, and he also had Darren Waller wide open in the end zone on the opposite side of the field too. Just throwing that out there. And um, I know Sean was making fun of me before because uh, you know Jeff Thursday, but I also have to point out that Sean is a Broncos fan, and the Broncos have never <laughs> defeated the Las Vegas Raiders. So just throwing that out there. Oh. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Raiders! <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Thank you, Sugar Shane. Love it. Um, we're gonna. I don't want. We talked about your game a bunch on Sunday Night Crapper, Jai. So yeah. how, what I want to talk about is the 49ers making a trade this week after their third loss in a row and securing Bryce Young. And I want to ask you first, Crapper. Whoa, whoa, is, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Whoa. Securing Bryce Young. Chase. Chase, Chase Young, moment. sorry, sorry, Bryce, my bad. Well, thank you, I, I thank you for the correction. Jesus, thank you for the correction. Jesus, Chase Young from the Washington Commanders for a third round pick. Um, what what do you think is move for the 49ers, Trapper? Um, I don't know because I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, yeah, they're not getting the quarterback the same way right now. And it might help their secondary, but I feel like it's more of a secondary issue than the than the defensive line. And again, I don't think any of this stuff happens if you keep the offense on the field and then Debo is healthy and Trevor Williams is healthy. And that's what's causing the defense to become a little bit exposed. They've been on the field more. So you take that into account, plus the change in the defensive coordinator, it, it's an issue. I mean, is it going to help? It should help, but he's a rental. They're not signing him. He's gone at the end of the year. So it's, it's a hired mercenary. It's not like he's been a, a world beater in Washington. He's not a game wrecker. He's a good player. But, I mean, Monta Sweat went for, you know, a better pick than he did. So it's like almost like he was the sloppy seconds here. I, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it makes that much of a difference, to be honest. So, real quick, before you mentioned just he wasn't anything, I think it's because, and I looked this up earlier, a guy, Jeff Manns, that I follow, he tweeted about this. 
and he gives you a breakdown and it's because he was drafted number one and of course when you when you get a, a guy drafted number one right you're expecting like amazing game-changing statistics right? right is that what you're expecting when you draft the defensive end at number one yeah, you, you're basically drafting a Lawrence Taylor-esque, Aaron Donald-esque, T.J. Watt-esque type of player. Yes, and when they don't do that, they're considered a bust. Am I, am I wrong? Yeah, to a, to a lesser extent. I think the problem with this, with Chase Young, where he's going to get harshly criticized, is that he was, is that he was injured to hell and that, yes. and that he rarely played. So here's what he, the big thing, you, like you said, he only played 34 out of a possible 58 games. That's a problem, right? But when he did play, he had 14 sacks, which is about a half a sack per game. He had 26 QB hits, so he's hitting the QB almost once per game. And he's also forced six fumbles in those games. So when you do it, break it down in a per game basis, he actually was a pretty decent pass rusher. Now, not elite, but pretty decent. And now you add him with Bosa, Armstead, you know, this guy, you know, now he's just, a, he could be in the rotation, a situational pass rusher. I think they really could have something here. What do you think, Jai? I think so, too. I also, I kind of take a, what's the word? I kind of take a little, bit of, a little bit of pride in the fact that this, that uh, they had to make a trade for another pass rusher after and, and they sacked joe burrow three times and it didn't even matter and we carved up their defense but anyway that's a separate conversation for another day the bottom line is with san francisco and we discussed this on sunday night's program could it be that that defense doesn't have the it factor that it needs and that it did have under uh D'Amico ryan's and sarge your team's head coach robert sala and that they're obviously lacking something right now with um, Steve Wilkes. Could, could that be the thing? I mean, pass rush, I mean, it's great, but, I mean, Burrow got sacked three times, and they still scored 31 points, and Jamar Chase still had a day where he had over 100 receiving yards, caught a touchdown. Joe Mixon had his best running game of the season in pass catching and running the football. And Joe Burrow damn near had a complete percentage of 90% when throwing the ball over 30 times, which is, which is a, which is a impressive yet hard feat to accomplish in a national, in a national football league, given even in this offensive centered or, or excuse me, centric league that we play in. Like typically if a quarterback completes 65 you know, 65 to 70% of his passes, I mean, we consider that to be a great game for him. Burrow completed, we was 28 to 32. And I mean, that's, so would Chase Young help? Yes, it would. But if I'm San Francisco, I'm looking into how <laughs> can we improve our secondary? Because again, it wasn't like that you weren't able to, to, to pressure Joe Burrow because you absolutely were. He, you know, and did he have times where he was, you know, where he had all the t all the time in the world to throw behind center, sitting sitting and chilling in the pocket? Yeah, but I look at Burrow's high complete percentage and Chase having as big of a day as he did. 
because of issues concerning their secondary and how the Bengals wide receivers, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, were able to get open in space and absolutely carve up San Francisco's paper soft, or excuse me, toilet paper soft zone coverage defensive scheme. Hmm. All right. Hey, I don't, I, I mean, maybe the schedule was a little easy in the beginning and now they're getting into a little tougher part and that's why, you know, we see this. But they've also only scored seven, they've scored 17 points the last three games, which is way below what they've been scoring earlier in the season. Um, Crap, I want to ask you, Dirty has a question. He said, does anyone envision Brock Purdy holding up a Lombardi trophy? Let me ask you that first, Crapper. Well, well, first of all, I got a comment. Dirty decided to try to send me a picture on uh, Twitter in a DM after my Monica Alvarez comment and pulled a, uh, a Colin and was sending me pictures of midgets and thongs. So oh, nice. um, <laughs> not, 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 not ideal. Um, while Jai is trying to send more pictures of Nikki Blade, so I got, I have, I have horse pictures now on my phone. So there you go. You need um, to stop. Anyway. You are so insulting. And, anyway, so go, going back to, uh, you need your eyes checked. Well, we know that I got 2060 vision. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, that was good. That, that was, was awful. funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I was like, I still think they can. I don't think this is an, you know, once the offense is healthy, I, I could see them, you know, still winning a championship. They would have won one last year if he didn't get hurt. I tell you that straight out. They would have beat the Chiefs, um, not even with a question. They would have beat the Eagles. They they just, if that offense stays healthy, um, to me, San Francisco is still the team to beat to win a championship this year. So my answer is yes. What about you, Jai? Do you envision Brock Purdy holding up a Lombardi trophy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I still do. Um, he's just going through a rough patch right now where, you know, it's where, where his potential greatness of a, as a player, you know, it's, it's put up a shut up time. It's like either you're going to be a quarterback that can rise up and take that next step as a as a uh, as the team's franchise quarterback, and you're going to take them to where they want to go and where you know that they can go, or you're going to fold underneath the pressure and you're basically going to be another Jimmy Garoppolo, and then the then the Forty Nine is going to be stuck in the same old <clears throat> excuse me hamster wheel. In terms of trying to find a uh, franchise quarterback that can get him there, but in terms of the way things are in the in the NFC, um, I mean Jared Goff, he can get the he can get the Lions to a Super Bowl. Can he win them one? I don't believe that he can. At least not this year. Uh, the Eagles have holes. They have flaws. They abandon the run too much. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been rather banged up this season, which has kind of gone underneath, which has kind of it hadn't been talked about a whole hell of a lot. Um, and well, you when know, you keep when you keep winning, when you keep winning, uh, you know, it's hard to bring those true. things up. It's true, but I mean, but it's not like you know, locker room drama where if you win, it goes away. I mean, if you 
you're gonna it's gonna get talked about his injuries whether whether or not the Eagles win on a consistent week out basis. And we know the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott, we know what we're getting with them. So if they play their cards right, they can get back to the NFC Championship game. They can still host the the NFC Championship game. <laughs> and if they win it and go back and go back to the Super Bowl, I mean, all it takes is for you know the Chiefs, the Ravens. The Bengals, the Dolphins, you know, they have one, the Jaguars even, if they're fortunate enough to make it, Buffalo, same deal. All it takes for them is to have a couple things not go their way on any given Sunday or for them to have a bad day. And you're talking about Brock Purdy from Mr. Irrelevant, the Super Bowl champion. So I absolutely yeah. can see him being a, uh, being a Super Bowl champion, whether it's this year, the following year, or in 2025. I, I can yeah. see it happen, no doubt. I I see it as well, and it just I think it more has to do with Kyle Shanahan's system. Like he is like almost like it seems like he's like the perfect quarterback to run that system. Absolutely. So, I like I get what Dirty's talking about. If Brock, if I took Brock Purdy and put him on the Houston Texans, do I envision him winning a Super Bowl? No. It's with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Uh, you know I don't foresee him going anywhere else and and he's not I don't think he's a guy that can elevate the play of his team but he can make you know very good players look very good and run and get the ball into the correct guy's hands mm-hmm. um when need to so um I know about the 49ers how have and, you not gotten to the to the snooze fest that was the Jets and the Giants well we talked Sunday. about it on crapper's show I don't think like really I don't think we need to go through all of that Unless, uh, I dirty, I would not put Purdy and Tua are not in the same category. Tua is a much, much better, much than, better player than than Tua. Than, not even close. Tua is a much better. It, yeah, right. It's not even close. Um, he throws with such anticipation; it, it's unbelievable. Uh, I, I just very impressed with Tua, but you know, we'll you know we'll talk about the Dolphins later. When we get into this, we'll get into the games next week. Um, let's. Was there anything you want to talk about the Giants and Jets game, Crapper? Uh, no. Okay. That, <laughs> that that game put football back thirty years. Oh boy, that, 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 that bitch that, put that, football that back a hundred years. Was absolutely garbage. You know what's the only good thing that came out of that game? What's that? Hearing that Lexi was working uh, the post game show on uh, WFAN, and then got on during uh, Bab's show this week, so I got to hear Lexi's voice. That's uh, the only nice. thing. Who was that? Like Lexi Cerullo. Lexi Solaro. Oh, yes. I have no idea who the hell that is. Oh, she's oh. giddy. She's she used giddy. to be. She used to come on with the Morning Men more often, right? Uh, yes, she did. Trapper. She did. Wasn't um, she even at a foul event one time? She was, and that was when me and Ruick basically had to like step in because some uh, Newell was drunk and creeping on her. And uh, we both finally like ushered him along because he was trying hard to uh, to get her, and she wanted nothing, and I mean nothing to do with that scumbag. Oh, that's funny. Shane said her and him and Depot heard her cursing out her boyfriend on the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Um, she's good. She's good people. I mean, the only other thing about the Giants news. Is the thing you sent that uh, Carl Banks, you know, is oh, midday yeah. show because T- BT, who's like the biggest fucking dick in the world, 
when he worries about the next highlight, like, you know, headline for himself. And Sal Licato, who's not even a sports guy, he's just a shitty fan, you know, try to piss him off. I mean, well, they did who, piss him who, off. Who the hell are they to hang up on Carl Banks? Mainly, Carl Banks should be hanging up on them. Right. They ain't well, nobody. I, I've see, I see their clips every so often that they get posted on like Twitter. Those guys they are they morons. Suck. They're morons. Complete Absolute morons. morons. And you have Carl Banks, a New York Giants legend, two time Super Bowl winner. And, you know, he is the play by play analyst on the radio for the New York Giants. Will call into your show. And, this, and that is what you do to this guy? The, the two of them are absolute cause. There's a reason Brandon Tierney has been over every single radio station in you know New York. He was on ESPN. Then he was on this. Then he's on that. Then he was doing CBS Sports Radio. He bounces around like a freaking high bouncing ball. He sucks, and everybody gets rid of him because they know he sucks. He's <laughs> terrible. I, I I I'm like I'm so over it when I see the clips of them. The only thing I want to ask you, Crapper, is um, there's you know the video point. Kayvon Thibodeau posted uh, he wasn't offside, and then. Warrior talking about oh did the, the was the ball not spotted properly at the end of the game? Yeah, that, that was a that was a boomer thing because boomer came out and said that. Yeah, but did I think he finally walked it back? Didn't he? Yeah, he did. I think okay, because like you clear like they what they show the video the ref touched the ball. Yeah, it, that that's good enough now, what right? The ref the, touches the ball. I think it's it's it's, it's a spot. Yeah, the ref doesn't have to physically pick it up and put it, right? If the ref touches it, it's ref good, right? Ref in play. Once, that's what one, I understand yeah. it as. The Dak Prescott uh, rule. Yeah, so that's good. Like, like, War, like, Warrior was saying, what had happened? I said something. Like, they should have never been able to fucking, oh. like, snap the ball. Like, oh. He's also the same guy who ripped into me for 24 straight hours because I commented about the ratings of the World Series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As he said, real <laughs> quote unquote, sports people don't care about the ratings. So, Jai, I guess you're not a sports person. I well, listen, I I care about the ratings and the ratings of this World Series. Whether uh, people want to talk, to you, right, they're garbage. It's terrible. But no, am I allowed to have that? I can't. I can't have that thought. I'm not allowed to. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm refraining because him and his bitch Goofy, uh, you know. Oh, here we go. all right, all right. Um, yeah, an angry I'm, mood, calling people know, bitches and horses. Jesus, uh, who pissed in your sir? And I understand the Giants stink, but good lord, jeez, I thought I, I'm I get to be uh, the one, the cranky one that goes over the line a little bit. Good lord! Yes, oh, I you love come on, you should have learned that by me now. And I'm stuck here right now watching the freaking Knicks. Go figure that R.J. Barrett is hurt for one night, and now the Knicks can't shoot the goddamn basketball. Oh, geez, I don't know how you watch ba basketball anymore. It's it's, it's, it's a joke. It's, it's a joke it. when Jimmy Butler, who's supposed to be like the toughest oh, guy in the yes NBA, and I'm yeah. sorry, Sugar Shane. I know you're a Heat guy, and I know you have Butler. But on the third, the third game of the season, he needs a rest night already. Yeah, like give me a fucking a, break. That's I, a joke. I, I'm done with that. I'm done with the NBA. Um, to me, that wraps it up for week eight. We touched a lot on Crapper Show, and then we've gotten through. The big news with the trades, and then, uh, well, I guess we didn't even talk about the Cousins injury, but we talked about it on your show, Crapper. So let's get in to week nine. nine. And I think we, I think we have a nine. good, we have a good slate of games for this week, even yes, with four teams on by. Very good games. And 
Jai, we've talked about this, how it is a travesty that this Sunday morning game between the it Dolphins is, and Chiefs is, is in Germany, and it's not an arrowhead, and the Chiefs lose a home game. And, and I mean, this really could become a problem. Like, they don't get to play this game at home, and you're talking about these two teams could be duking it out for the one seed in the AFC. And this mm-hmm. game right here could determine who the one seed is. Yep. So I do want to ask you, um, if the Dolphins are able to pull it out, say they win by three points, Jai, mm-hmm. will do you think they'll finally get some respect or will people turn and say, well, it wasn't an arrowhead? Is, is that already built in? The excuse, no, Jai. No, I, I, it. This would be a big game that the that the Dolphins would have to win, regardless if it was if regardless if it was a home game in Arrowhead or in Germany, in Mexico, London, on the moon. This is a game that the that the uh, Miami Dolphins have to have because twice now they've gone on the road, step uh, you know a step up in class against Buffalo, a, a, a division rival, and then against the Eagles a few weeks ago. And on both occasions, their offense and themselves as a football team have come up small in both occasions. They beat the piss out of the garbage, especially at home. And then when they rise in class against the big boys on the road, they have no answers. And then it, You can't get to a Super Bowl. You can't get to an AFC championship game. You can't win an AFC championship game playing like that beating up on crap and then and then once the cream rises you have an opportunity where the you know a, a, a opportunity presents itself where the cream rises to the top and you're in the conversation you come up small in every every in every single op in every single litmus test it can't happen so the Miami offense their offense especially has to travel I understand that Kansas City is you know it's arguably one of their better uh defenses in recent me- in recent memory in the Mahomes era but their offense is not that good and they have Ramsey back his second game him and Xavier Howard against that weak ass receiving core of uh of my of my or excuse me of Kansas City Travis Kelsey's too busy we're not being a celebrity with <laughs> Taylor Swift and going to fucking game one of the of the damn world series and says sitting his ass at home, game planning on how he's going to beat the Denver Broncos for the 16th game in a row. I, I, I like the Miami Dolphins to win this game, but it's no more excuses. Mm. If anything, the game being in Germany poses as an advantage to Miami instead of in Kansas City. Because you know if the game was in Kansas City, A, it's a much more raucous environment than, than a neutral site game in Frankfurt, Germany, number one. Number two, they wouldn't have to basically have that distraction of of uh, of Tyree Kill basically being, you know, the, the target sitting there on the sideline. And by target, I mean target, you know, for fan jeering and vitriol. Because if that game was played in Kansas City as it should have been, it would have been the it would have been Tyree Kill returning to Kansas City. He would have had to look up and seen the championship banner that they raised in the first year that he that they traded him out the door. I mean, it, a whole lot of things would have been involved that would have added to the as doggy likes to say the juice of this football game that you're not going to get because it's a neutral site game no excuses for miami go in there into germany and beat the piss out of mahomes and kansas city and find a way to win the game hmm. what do you think crapper oh he's on mute i got i got oh, distracted because 
at the Nick game right now, the players literally like quickly and like Brunson, they're I don't know what the hell got on the court. There's like a ton of shit on the court. It's like almost like something like exploded from like the ceiling, like confetti, and it's all over the goddamn court, and everybody's out there trying to clean up these little pieces of confetti all over the freaking court. Oh, jeez. Really? That distracted you, Crapper? Yes. I thought he was looking at, uh, you know, the... the no, I want to look at your horse model. pictures again. No, oh, I, well, I want to talk about her. I was talking about the one, my, the number one I had on my previous list that is Monica now... Monica Alvarez. Yeah, that's been defoned. And he's sitting up here trying to make excuses like some pregnant woman I know. as a, I watched, as a I'm watching Chris. I'm watching Chris be. Rock clean up the court here. Chris Rock is literally out on the court cleaning it up. All right. Well, back what was the to, question? I missed the question. It's about the Dolphins. They're traveling to Germany, playing the Chiefs, which the Chiefs, it's a home game for the Chiefs, but not in Arrowhead. If, say, the Dolphins, I want to know, because you're more like this. The Dolphins this are not winning the game. Well, say they do win. Is, is it already a built in excuse? Like, are people not going to give them respect if they win the game because it's in no, Germany and not actually? No, you know what? They better give them respect if they win the game. I'll tell you that because if they show up and the Chiefs don't again, that's going to be a problem. Um, and that shows and it takes out the narrative that the Dolphins can't beat, you know, only beat bad teams. Now, do I think they're going to win the game? No. Because it was like this. If they win the game, we're never going to hear the end of it because you know on Sunday night we're going to get Warrior and Warrior is going to be on saying, hey, look, for all the people in the media who said that the Dolphins didn't beat anybody, now what are you going to say? Here's all the blowhards in the media. They're a good, they're a great team. This is a team that's figuring out. Now, if they lose, you're not going to hear boo and you're going to hear excuse about the referees again. Or you're going to hear excuse about <laughs> Germany. So the excuses aren't about the, about the Chiefs. The excuses are going to be if the Dolphins screw up. Will they? Will they? Will the Dolphins screw up? Yes, Sarge. Will I they? have a like you said, the Chiefs. Spagnola has his defense humming already. Usually, he waits till about five or six games left in the season to get them like going and then playoff ready. He's got them humming already. Um, so I expect he has a game plan. Plus, the Eagles and the Bills showed you how to beat the Dolphins mm -hmm. because Tua wants to throw those 15 to 18 yard like in routes to Tyreek and Waddle like those deep ends so you got to get the linebackers like deep and so I think the the Bills and the Eagles their linebackers just let them run you know we'll get deep and we'll worry about you throwing to Tyreek and them um so that that's kind of like how you that's been the blueprint so far, and McDaniels hasn't adjusted to it yet. Um, and, you know, this whole Jalen Ramsey's back. Like, I watched it, you know, you watch some of the highlights from the Patriots game, right? They won mm -hmm. by two touchdowns. Well, one was they let Tyreek Hill run straight past, which is, I don't know how you let that happen. Like, how you let this guy get behind you. I know he's super fast, but, like, you, you, the safety has to be, like, you know, 15 to 20 yards off the line of scrimmage on his side every time. So he should never get blown past. And then Jalen Waddle was a blown coverage. Wide open, like no one's around him for 30 yards. So, that, you know, other than that, the game was an even game.
Um, I just I I'm with you guys. The Dolphins to me, like I said, they're gonna make the playoffs because they're gonna beat all the teams that they should beat. That they're they're good that they won't have a letdown against, say, like the Carolina Panthers. Like other teams might have a letdown, or like the Chiefs lost to the Broncos this past week. The the Dolphins won't have those, but like you said, when they step up in competition, they just can't seem to play with those teams, and their defense doesn't allow them to stay in those games if the offense isn't <laughs> clicking. So I just I, I feel like the Chiefs will probably win, especially they can't, coming off a loss. I, I I trust in Andy Reid and Mahomes more than I trust in McDaniels and Tua at this moment. Like, but go ahead, no, go ahead, Sarge. I was just gonna say, you know, Dolphins fans are like crying. Oh well, you know, we don't make the schedule. We beat who we beat. Well, you know, until you beat somebody, that that's the narrative. You have until you until you beat somebody, that's just what it's gonna be. You can't be upset about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like keep winning the games, but like until you beat somebody, you, you got to take some of that if you want to be compared to these top teams when you've been a shit team for so long like the miami dolphins haven't been relevant since dan marino in the 90s so consistently yes well that's what i'm saying you know you haven't been relevant so now you want to be compared to the top teams in the afc well i'm sorry patrick mahomes has five years of five straight years of the afc championship game joe burrow two years of that josh allen has consistently they've been a top team in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills, for the last three years. What have the Miami Dolphins done? And so you don't get the benefit of the doubt Thank until you finally beat yes. somebody. I don't know if you heard me. Anything. That's just – by the. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Jai. By the way, and I got two things. One thing on – I want to ask you guys two questions concerning Kansas City, and I got uh, something for Crapper here because I heard back from uh, Michael about my list. He texted me back. Um, but <laughs> about Kansas City. Well, since he turned on his microphone, I got attention. Let me just say it now. By the way, I texted Ruick uh, Crapper. I must have just, I didn't want, want any background noise. That's why I'm, I'm he, he liked the list, first off. And I told him that you thought, number one, the gorgeous Nikki Blades, your words again, not mine, the horse just totally out of pocket. And I texted yes. him that 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 you thought that about my number one uh, selection. He said in response, "Well, he needs his eyes checked," and I'm a thousand percent agreement with Ruick. Well, good. You, you two, when you two get a bubble waffle uh, faced girl, you know, it's, 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 you, you can have her. Oh my God! You're the worst. You you that is geez, I'm, I'm, the I'm, worst. I'm, and that's why I, we I, love I'm going to go back to the 1980s, go get like, uh, what was it, an Oster steam iron and just smash it on somebody's face and be like, hey, look, that's Nikki Blaze. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally out of pocket. Oh, dude. So what, what's, just for, what's just for the record, for the 137 oh, people can listening we get, to this. Can we, Sarge, you're there. Can, can we get an opinion? All right. Um, Fluffy, Cuffs, Fluffy Cuffs is on here in the chat. Can you go go to Google? Search up this girl. Go look at the picture I showed you to look up. I told you to look up. And I want to get Sarge. I, I sent you. Little, I sent I you. I sent you on this. Sit, Sarge. I sent you. Nikki um, Blades on Instagram. That, yes. Okay. I'm gonna send you the picture that's up on Instagram. No, 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 because Crab probably edited it himself. I didn't know. I'm gonna write, write, write from freaking hater. Right from Google. 
I'm sending it right now in the chat. I, I, I sent it in the chat. I sent already sent one in the chat. You don't need to send another one. No, you one. found the one that's photoshopped. It's not photoshopped. Stop it. It's a rail. How oh do you photoshop God. a rail? Take that, take that picture and you show Fluffy Cuffs. And let's see what Fluffy Cuffs says. And okay. she says, pretty or horse? All right, I will. I horse, you've been hanging around in eighth graders we'll too much. Who now the ask, insults when calling them oh, horses just, anymore? Ask, ask your question about the Chiefs, Jai. Now, I made a big deal about it. Or not made a big deal about it. They made a big deal about it. I screamed and yelled about it on my show yesterday. Oh. <laughs> wow! Wow, for those that aren't that aren't, can't see the chat, my wife said horse and agreed with crapper. You guys, you guys need your fucking eyes checked. <laughs> you guys are winning. Wow, that's funny. You guys, you guys wow. are lost. Absolutely wow. lost. Oh, look at oh look at syrup. <laughs> so Shane, Shane, what's your you guys are going to hell. Shane, oh, Shane I, what's I your input? I got to find seven syrups in. Shane, are you in agreement or, or no? He said yes. I think he's with you. Oh, no. Oh, look at syrup. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to send this picture to syrup right now. I'm, gonna send him a, I'm sending him a DM. Oh my First of all, what what picture and, did and, you come up want, with? I, I gotta see, see this. The one he, he sent it in. Oh, the group you chat. are you took a, oh come on. That's not now that's not fair. That's that is not right fair. off the You moment. took you that's took you moment. took a you took a frame of a TikTok video and sent it out, <laughs> Crapper. Now come on now. That's not right. I, you I, took, I, you I, took I, a I frame shot of a TikTok photo and you sent it out and said, Yeah, here you go. I just sent it to syrup. What's Syrup say? Horse, not a horse. Wow, Syrup said, wow, oh, now that's rough. Wow. You guys are, oh, you guys are too much. Ask your question about the Chiefs. <laughs> you I knew you were probably up up to some, to some, uh, to something no good. My, you took a screenshot. I on did it on Google. I didn't but out of Google. all of the ones that, that came up that you searched, you chose that one to fit your little stupid ass narrative. Sir <laughs> says tying up the saddle. <laughs> He's going for a ride. Cause so, no, because I'm sitting. No, check the group chat because literally when you put her name in the Google, this is the this is the first thing that comes up. He said, "Get the blinders out." <laughs> the blinkers, the blinkers. Get the blinkers. Right. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, let's, find, let's find another shit. one here. Oh man, the shot is totally deteriorated. That's <laughs> the first thing that comes up. You put her name in the Google crap, or you're Nick, not slick. Nikki, Nikki Blaze, dirty. Nikki Blaze. That's who. I, I've sent it to Dirty up. too. Don't dirty. worry. I'm sure Dirty's a fan. Dirty likes all women. D dirty, Dirty. If, as long as it's got a pussy, he's he's happy. Yes. It doesn't take much. You guys are you guys are lost. We got like Absolutely thirty minutes left, Chai. We got to get blades like blade of a knife. Blades, blades. Sorry, I'm sorry. God what was your question almighty. about the Chiefs, Chai? Get it, get it together, man. Jesus, I did not anticipate that this list would cause so, would cause such a buzz. My goodness gracious! Dirty not. likes only snow bunnies. Go ahead, Chai. Uh, let's get to the Chiefs. 
I, I, what, I'm what's your United question? Nation, I'm United Nations. What the fuck are the next doing? Um, right, <laughs> um, my question with Kansas, what was you guys' thoughts when you found out, if you did, until I brought it up, um, Travis Kelsey hanging out at game one of the World Series? Here it is. The, I mean, what the hell? You have a what was it, Friday game? night? Yes, it was Friday night. They have a road game two days left. What is he doing in Denver? At the Chiefs Broncos game, and then and then to make it worse, he's hanging out in an after party in the stadium after the game. I mean, was it in on. Texas? The game was in yes. Texas. Game game one was in Arlington. I mean, did they? So it was Friday night. Did what did they have Saturday? Saturday's a travel day. So then, to me, if I mean, if he's taking his own money to fly private jet, which I'm sure he is, or Taylor hooked him up. And he went to the baseball game and then flew to Denver right after and met with the team and made it for team meetings. I have no problems with it. It's like the idiot Brandon Sal Licata talking about Zach Wilson going. It's totally different. Picking. That that's a bye week compared to forty eight hours before a road game. That's yeah, totally but this, different. He, it, it was on his off time, and he flew a private but, jet. But Kelsey but didn't have a. It's not like Kelsey had a bad game. He did have a bad game. He might as well not even showed up. What he thought he had? What he had six for like fifty? That's not a good game by his standards against a god awful Vance Joseph sure. defense. Yeah, well, also Patrick Mahomes was under the weather, and uh, you know Mahomes was throwing balls all over the place. <laughs> Plus, they he was running for his life. So Sorry, JP's comment. Sorry. She's the morning line favorite for this weekend's fifth race at Belmont. Oh my I am god. I, I do not co-sign on this blasphemy and this bull jive. I'm I, I am mean, not there's a couple issues with this whole Taylor Swift thing. All right. First of all, she wasn't We, we didn't bring her up. We're talking about Kelsey at the World Series. You might give a right, fuck but, about but no I mean, goddamn go, Taylor go Swift. Well with this, because you went out and said, like, oh, you only had 50 yards receiving. Well, that's because this girl wasn't at the game. If you look oh, at stop. Yes. When she's Everything there, he has over 100 yards at, a game. He's like under 40 yards. Yeah. I have no problem with it, Chai. No, it, like, none. It's like he did it Friday night. So he was done with whatever they were done with on Friday, hopped on a private jet, I'm sure. But and then was made it the it to right t- thing to do? What does it matter? What if the game, like, does it matter that the game was in Texas? What if the game was in Kansas City at the Royals and he was at the game? That's different. What's, what's the difference? In Kansas City, he's not going anywhere. He had to hop. He made the decision to leave the practice facility, carry his ass over to the airport, hop on a plane where a million different things could have gone wrong. He hops on a plane. He goes to Texas. He goes to the game. He gets him. He puts himself in a situation where he gets caught red-handed on national television. And then, rather, does he leave? You know, at the end, of, does he leave after the ninth inning after Seager hits the game-tying home run? Or does he leave as soon as Adolis Garcia's rounding third headed home and he get the walk off in the 11th? No. What does he do? He carries his ass over to a, he carries his ass over to an after party after the game. And to the, I mean, that game ended well after midnight on the East Coast, which central time, that's, that's after 11 o'clock what? at night. And he's okay. got to hop on a plane and go play Denver the next day. And he's one of the oldest players on the team when he knows good and fucking well that he's the most reliable target that Mahomes has a part of his offense. Justin Ross got himself in trouble with the law with domestic violence. The rest of his wide receivers can't fucking catch. I mean, it's, I mean come on now. 
And he's the oldest guy on the team, 35 years of age, been in the league for well over a dozen years, and he uses that sort of piss-poor judgment? Awful. I think you're, I think you're ov- overblowing it, Jai. You're, you sound like angry sports fan guy right now who you know, wants to blame everything on something. Like, I'm not saying it, that's the reason why they lost. I'm saying that's him using a piss-poor – that's him having piss-poor judgment. To me, right, you said if he – as long as he did not leave practice early, so practice is over, and he gets right on a private jet, and the private – like, it's not like he go through secu- – like, when they're in private jets, it's not like he's going through security in a whole airport situation like us where we got to get there two hours early. It's he, – he rolls up and they fucking leave, right? So he rolls up. They fly. It's probably like a hour and a half flight to Texas from Kansas City, right? He gets off the plane, gets driven straight to the stadium, hangs out at the stadium, and then once he finally finishes at the after party, he flies on another private jet and meets the team. Like, I have no problem with that. None. I would. I would. None. Because he needs everything (laughs) to that offense, and he's sitting up here (laughs) farting around. Okay. Well, uh, Shane, I reached out to Tropes. Um, first, his response was, all I see is tits. And I said, forget those for a second. I said, Shane, why your opinion? And he wrote back, is that Anthony Davis? <laughs> oh, she's got a unibrow now, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jai, you're getting destroyed, man. I don't care. This, you guys are so dead great ass wrong. Joe Chapea. And, and out of pocket. As all hell. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, and, Crapper. And, and, and Crapper, you being up to no good to try to fit your little narrative, probably center that that you know that that. Uh, no, what, what narrative do I have? She would have had some hot pictures. There would have been no narrative. But that's she does. That go me. to the Instagram. Don't go to rely on fucking Google images. Taking some oh, screenshot yeah. of go the TikTok to the Instagram page. where everything she's got a ton of makeup on and everything's perfect. I want to see somebody in their natural setting. And her natural setting is with a bunch of hay bales and, uh, you know, a stable. <laughs> he doesn't want to see the Instagram with the, with the filters and the makeup. But, and you, the but, here, but here's the thing that kills me. You say that about her, yet, yet, yet uh, Miss New York is essentially the greatest thing since sliced bread to you to the point where I should overlook it as a, as a single and childless 21-year-old male. You're hot. Miss, Miss New York. Who's Miss New York? You talking about Monica Alvarez? Is yes. That Miss New York? Good Lord, crap. Pay attention. You, oh, well, I know she's Miss New York. All I know is I'm not worried about the fact that she's got a baby. I'm already married to a woman who's is a mama. No, mama's but you're no saying problem. that that shouldn't matter to me, which is it garbage. It shouldn't matter to you. Why I told should, you. Why does it? Shouldn't. It shouldn't. Because you can aim. You can just shoot freely and not have to worry about the baby's going to be yours, Jai. And plus, that's it. And and her boobs are going to be even bigger because she's pregnant. Yeah. So what? What does that matter to me? I got a three-year-old crying crying the head off at 930 at night. It's okay. When when the baby's calling you daddy, you're still going to be happy that she's in uh, your house. I don't need that headache. I got enough headaches in my life. I don't need another one. Nobody said you had to marry her. You just say we're talking about like you have a little fun for a couple months and then see you later. Can we so get she's on seventeen to hands tall? <laughs> she's seventeen hands tall. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Um, jeez, uh, I don't even know if we air. can get into any any more 
football, can we? We got what we got. Let, we, can, can we talk about let's get into this especially since jp is here do, cowboys do eagles cowboys, is that what you want to get into yeah did the dallas cowboys actually have any chance of winning this game this weekend i i think they do because <laughs> well no like uh oh, my god enough horsing around um I'll say this. I think they do be- with CeeDee Lamb and the receivers because that, that's where the Eagles are weak. So you're going to see, I think Lamb can have a big game, and, and if Dak is able to, you know, not turn the football over, I think they can hang with the Eagles. And as you've seen, the offensive line for the Eagles is not the best. And Jai alluded to it. Hurts is a little banged up. So if Michael Parsons can get to him, I think they can affect him enough that the Cowboys could win. Am I picking the Cowboys? No. Your question was, can they, could they? I'm saying they could, but a lot of things have to go right for them to win. I still think the Eagles win. Jai. I mean, same thing. I think, especially if the Eagles are so trigger happy to abandon the run, they're going to get themselves in trouble. I mean, keep keep the, the offensive play calling balanced. Keep the Dallas Cowboys defense on their toes. Take care of the football. Work the clock. Win the time of possession battle. Give DeAndre Swift the ball in short yardage situations, which they've been accustomed to not doing for whatever the reason. And you're going to win the football game. You're at home. You're going up against a team that you're better than. This should be a game that the Eagles should that the Eagles should win by 14 points. No, no, re- and if they don't, it'll be because if they keep Dallas in the game and self-inflicted mistakes, whether it's with play calling, bad clock management, or turning over the football, you avoid those three. You should win no less than no, no, no less than fourteen points because they're well, the better football team. Yeah. and this is going to have to win in terms of seeding for the in terms of seeding for the NFC because if Dallas ever were to win this game, now granted San Francisco has the tiebreaker over them head to head. San Francisco has three losses. Dallas only has Dallas only has two. So if they won this game and beat Philadelphia on the road, not only would it help them psychologically, but also be like, oh damn, we we got we got the Philadelphia Eagles in our own building. We already beat them on the road earlier this year. And if we you know don't fuck up the rest of the way, we can not only put ourselves in great great position to win our division, we put ourselves in a great set of circumstances to walk away with the one seed. Oh, believe Jesus it or not. Saint. So well, I'll say this: you, I know you're saying the cow. The Eagles are the better team. Um, they're they're at home. Vegas only has them favored by three, which means if it was a neutral it's, it's site, a, it would be a, a pick em. Game. They would it's be a, a pick them. So what do you think? What do you think, Crapper? Who do you got? Who do you like? Uh, well, I, first of all, before that, uh, George Perry added in. She looks like Mr. Ed and that weightlifter chicks Jim Carrey playing <laughs> Living Color had a kid. But he did. But 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 did follow up saying I still fuck her though. So, oh jeez. Uh, say say say. So he he's just breaking balls that he knows good and well but, but, that if the but, chips uh, are on the table, come on next uh, next. I, 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 I don't think the Cowboys have a chance. I, to me, it's it's another fraudulent team. You know, anytime they face any real competition, they you know go to sleep and Dak can't show up. Like I need to see Dak do something big in a big game. This is a big game. Um, Cowboys lose this game. They're not winning the division. This is the only way they're going to be to the division, you know, to win it. Um, I'll, if Dak shows up, I'll be impressed. I don't think he will. I think you're looking at, like, another, like, you know, 
22 of 47 for, wow. you know. 250 and two, like two a touchdown with, and two picks. 250 with like, you know, 150 yards coming late in the fourth quarter. Um, <laughs> yeah, touchdown, two picks type thing. All right. Um, before we get to your game, Jai, uh, real quick, Crapper. Seahawks travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Uh, pri- Seahawks 5-2, and two, Ravens 6-2. and two. Can uh, Geno Smith give Baltimore a run for its money? <sighs> These are my, – my issue is this. These are two teams that have good records but are mid-football teams. Really? You think the Ravens are a mid-football team? I'm calling them mid, all right? Because I think when push comes to shove, there are two teams that get in the playoffs and go nowhere. That's what I think this is. So while the Ravens may be 6-2 and and they may win the division, which I still don't believe they will in the end, I think the Bengals end up winning the division. But... You're telling me you trust Lamar Jackson in in a big game? No, we're talking about Sunday I, against Geno Smith. I know we're Gino talking about Smith. Sunday, but that's that's my point, though, is that he may he may win the game Sunday, but it's no big deal. Or Gino might win the game Sunday, but in the long run, it's no big deal because neither of these teams are fighting for a championship. So, do I think Gino Smith can beat the Ravens? Absolutely. I also think that Lamar Jackson can throw up a dud very quickly. He could also throw for three hundred yards. Who the hell knows? It's one of those games where, like, I w- if I was betting, I wouldn't touch it because I don't know which version of either team I'm going to get to show up in this game. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Now, the, here's the thing. Since week four, look at both teams. Seattle is first in points allowed, yards given up per play, and sacks in, per game. 12.5 points allowed, 4.1 yards per play, 5.3 sacks per game since week four. That's the best in the National Football League. They're second in opponent's yards uh, allowed per game, 274 uh, offensive yards given up per, per game. That's second best. The Ravens defense since week four, second best in points allowed, 13.2 points. Second in yards per play given up, 4.2 yards a play. First in yards per game allowed, 267. That's the that's the best in the National Football League since week four. And tied for second best in the league, they, on average, have racked up four sacks a game since week four. I say all that to say this. It's going to be a defensive slugfest. If you're betting the game, uh, going against Crapper's advice, bet the under. And I think it's going to be a real defensive slugfest, but I believe the advantage will go to Lamar Jackson because he's the better quarterback than Geno Smith right now. He's played better this season than Geno Smith is right now. Geno Smith's in in specific, the Seattle Seahawks uh, red zone offense has been rather spotty. They've left a lot of drives on the table. Uh, They're two two games ago in Cincinnati, and then last week against Cleveland, turning over the football. Geno Smith holding on to the ball in the pocket way 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 too long instead and taking too many unnecessary sacks and the Ravens defensive pass rush lives for quarterbacks like those I think this is a game where their defenses are evenly matched but the Ravens have the advantage because they have home field on their side 
I understand the Seahawks historically play very well in the Eastern time zone under under uh, Pete Carroll's watch, but they have home fit advantage and they have the better quarterback. I think the Ravens are going to win this game probably by a final score of 17 to 3. Wow. Wow. Hey, I, I just here's what I want to say. I, I don't think it'll be a defensive struggle. And I know you're spewing off these stats jai about the seahawks but let me you said since week four right let me tell you who the seahawks played they had a buy in there too so they've only played yes, they did. four games they, they did. played the giants on monday who night stink. the hapless giants who stink Bengals before joe burrow was fully healthy and then you played the cardinals with joshua Dobbs and, and the and browns fairness, with pj walker in fairness with the okay? Bengal game they did score 30 points the game before in fairness but i yeah, but, but i'm just saying before Burrow was fully healthy, and then you played the Joshua Dobbs Cardinals and the P.J. Walker Browns. So they, they haven't played an offense worth a damn in the NFL at that like Fair. in the last four weeks. They're, you know, Lamar, they had, Ravens got that offense humming right now. I, I just have a, I, the Ravens are playing good. I don't I know you're saying they're mid crapper, which is preposterous. But I uh, well, I get what he's saying in. He doesn't really mean they're mid. He just means they're going to make the playoffs, and then do you they're, trust Lamar Jackson like to do something? Pair of Jordans, they're mids. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, I think you're, what you're saying is you just don't trust the Ravens to do anything once they get exactly. to the playoffs. Like they're, they're going to be yes. a playoff team. They'll finish eleven and six, let's say, mm -hmm. but may or may not win the division. But they'll host, they'll host a playoff game, maybe win one game, and then that'll be the yeah, end. Yeah, see you later. Good night. Yes. So, all right. Oh, okay. should, that should, on the couch. Look at that. That should be a good game. And now we will get to your game, Jai, the mm -hmm. Sunday night game. The Buffalo Bills, who I don't know, the Jek I'll just call them the Jekyll and Hyde Buffalo Bills because you don't know what you're going to get, travels to Cincinnati, take on your Bengals, which, uh, Jai, the game is not sold out. I heard a commercial on SiriusXM today for Bengals.com talking about get your tickets for Sunday night football to come support your Cincinnati it's, Bengals. It's almost there. It's almost All right. sold out. Um, There'll be a packed house. I'm not worried about it. Before we get to you, Jai, mm -hmm. Crapper. So, Sunday night Crapper, you know, Sunday night Crapper special right here on a pod being 830. I will be on with you. Um, what do you expect to see? Sunday between the Bills and the Bengals. All right, it's also the thing. All right, so... Isn't this uh, also um, back to where the DeMar Hamlin seat, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. go ahead. Go ahead, Crapper. Um, I don't know. Because the Bills have been this on-and-off team all year where they see they have a couple of good games and they have a couple of bad games. And that offense is still flawed. I don't know unless Jared Allen has a world-beating game. I don't know where they're going with the football. Josh you know, Allen, not they, Jared Allen. Why have I said Jared? Oh, Jesus, Josh Allen. Now I'm now I'm missing people. Yes. I, I just I just don't know. You know, can they show up and win the game? Yeah. Do I think they're going to? No. The Bengals have been playing much better. Uh, Joe Burrow is healthy. He looks like Joe Burrow. And uh, now I feel better about my Super Bowl pick from the beginning of the season at this point. <laughs> so. Um, I'm going to say, I don't know, I can see like a 27-21 game, something like that, Bengals. Yeah. I'm in agreement. I'm with you. To me, the Bengals, 
will find a way to win this game. I think Lou Anamarumo and that defense will give Josh Allen fits at certain points during the game, and you will see a very vintage Josh Allen interception or fumble at some point. And like you said, with the offense, it's Josh Allen or bust. So if he's not having a game, it's not like, oh, we're going to rely on James Cook or the newly signed Leonard Fournette on the practice squad for the Buffalo Bills. I'm just not... I'm not impressed with the Buffalo Bills team, and I have a prediction for you guys next week. So that's a little spoiler when it does, comes to the Buffalo Bills. Does so the on. addition of uh, of Leonard Fournette to the running back room change anything? I just said no. Leonard Fournette does absolutely nothing for me. Um, and it, it even if – I mean, you could bring in Barry Sanders in his prime – and it wouldn't do anything because they just won't run the fo- they won't commit to running the football, Jai. Mm-hmm. What no matter I don't care who they have back there, they just won't do it. I don't know what it is. It, they love they love Josh Allen so much. They just they, he has to be the guy to do it. They just won't commit to doing it. So I, I'm just I'm very as you can see I'm very down on the Buffalo Bills. So people are still like oh they're a Super Bowl contender. I'm I'm out. I'm out, man. Yeah, you're right. It's not like Leonard Fournette is uh, going to run the ball like a horse down the throat. I mean, I mean so. <laughs> we're still. This is going to be a thing. Oh, oh, oh yes, God. every week now, Jai. So, Jai, you. I'm going to give you five. You got five minutes at most to talk about the Bengals. Basically, it's what did I tell Sarge? You and our buddy Michael last season in the second half of the Bengals season. Three words: just keep winning. This team doesn't have any alternative. They put themselves in a hole again. They're going to have to dig themselves out of once more for them to win a division and somehow steal a one or a two seed. They got to just keep winning. And the way that they carved up (laughs) Buffalo in the playoff game uh, back in January, run it back and do it again. Um, You know, get after Josh Allen, make him sweat, make him uncomfortable, throw off his timing with his wide with his wide receivers, uh, force him into the bad throws. You know, interceptions. You know, interceptions galore, and especially in the red zone where the Bengals absolutely beast the. And if I'm a Bills fan, that's the thing that would that would scam me shitless is that if Josh Allen has another one. I mean, if he has his pat, if Josh Allen has a case of his patented red zone red zone turnovers, red zone interceptions again. The, from a Bills perspective, they're cooked because that's where the Bengals have thrived, you know, throughout this season is being stout inside, you know, when when their opponent is inside the red zone. So you can't give Cincinnati any gifts in terms of giving them free possessions, especially when you're on the doorstep of uh of um of reaching the end zone. So this is the game that the Bengals have to win. They have no choice but to win. And if they do, I anticipate being a carbon copy of how the playoff game uh, was if they do end up winning. Um, listen, Zach Taylor said at his press conference today on Wednesday that the team isn't really too high off of their win against San Francisco. Well, good. You know, go out there, be prepared to kick ass and take names against Buffalo again. And, uh, you know, keep winning because this team doesn't have another alternative. But, I mean, could I see the Bills, you know, being this 
moment for them to say, hey, we're still here. You know, don't forget about us, the Buffalo Bills, especially because when they, you know, when by the time they wake up, you know, the Dolphins and Chiefs game will be ongoing. So you also have that at the in the back of their minds as well. And I understand that, you know, winning games now all of a sudden in primetime in a jungle is not an easy feat. Now, on the flip side, the Bengals have also had a winning streak or excuse me, a losing streak going where they just cannot win on Sunday night football under any circumstances. So I'll say that the uh, that the Bills pull off the upset and win this game by a field goal. But I mean, if Cincinnati gets the job done again, I certainly would not put it past them because more and more so because of what I've seen from Buffalo than than what I've seen against Cincinnati. But I'll pick Buffalo to win this game. Wow. He's pulling a Ruick on us, Crapper. Like it's like he's saying, yeah, "Oh, the Bengals are gonna lose." That, that's what he's doing, right? I do like this idea of the game, though, of yay or nay. Yes, forward. yay or nay. <laughs> you guys are so are such. My God, I, I'd hate to see what you guys were were like back in high school with the girls in your class. I I was brutal. I was vicious, but never to this level. Good lord. <laughs> I'll say this, Chai. It the only way the bills win this game is if we get like one of those elite josh allen performances and i don't see that happening i don't know how you can pick the bills to win to meet Bengals all day well, um, nobody thought san francisco with a two-game losing streak was going to be able you know to lose to cincinnati at home but yet here we i mean it's any given sunday nothing's yeah. guaranteed Will you be joining us for sunday night crapper jai are you one no, of like are you like warrior you need I to be won't. locked in I got, I got it. Once eight twenty comes around, Carrie Underwood, okay. you know, gets the juices flowing. It, All I'm, right, I'm gonna be locked in from there. Okay, so just be me and you, Crapper. Maybe we'll get a Warrior appearance. Who knows? Well, it depends if the if the Dolphins win. If the, well, if, we got they won last week and he didn't show up. So right, but again, yeah, who did they beat last week? Yeah, they beat the the Patriots. So yeah, so that, that's probably part of it. And uh, I'm sure, you know, again, because I talked about, you know, baseball ratings that, you know, he doesn't come on come on the show. So right. so we got a couple minutes. Just we got like fights with everybody tonight. I crap. Or I, no, see, I didn't start that fight. I just made a point about it. And I got verbally abused for bringing it up. Yeah. But anyway, we had 10 minutes left. Uh, Monday night, Jets host the Chargers. I will be in the stadium. What do you guys want to know? How many Jets games have you been to this season, man? This will be number four. You've been to practically damn near half their home games. I've been to every home game except uh, uh, what was more the than one? half. Uh, no, uh, against except the Eagles game. That's the only one I didn't go to. The only home game I haven't been to. Were, were, they you, played, at, they, were you there for the ahead. MetLife Bowl? No, I was not at the Jets Giants game, but that was a Giants home game. So it's like the Jets have nine home games this year, but with the Giants, it's like ten. So right. they only go on the road. They only really go on the road seven times. Very, very nice schedule. Um, and what, no international any, games either, which is no, also thank a God. benefit. Yes, it is. What? Any questions, fellas? Um. Well, Zach. Well, yeah, Zach go ahead. Hold Wilson, on. Hold on. Little uh, Crapper wants to ask a little, question. Little Crapper. I don't know what she's asking. She's just here. What do you want to say, Little Crapper? Huh? Why? How do you have enough money to go to all these Jets games? Wow! <laughs> wow! Well, luckily, so one of the times I got free tickets through VetTix, which is a spot. You know, we I had the link in the podcast show, 
VetTix, great organization that donates tickets to veterans like myself and uh, Buck and other, we have some other fouls that are uh, veterans, so they donate tickets. So I was able, got tickets that way. And then a buddy of mine has season tickets and one of the guys that they have season tickets with is not able to go that often. So he then uh, offers me tickets at like the face value. So I'm not paying like a crazy amount of money for the games when I do go. All right. Does that answer your question, little Crapper? I think that did answer yes. that answer your question. And just remember, if you don't have enough money, just throw a bet down at the Meadowlands, and you know your horse race comes through. And there you go. There you go. Little Crapper, your father is a very mean person. He he yes. is a he is a very vicious. Oh, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not going to ask and, that, Syrup. <laughs> anyway, you guys. Are <laughs> but so, what about the, the game? Any questions about the game? Well, Zach, well, Zach Wilson, well, Zach Wilson help Brandon Staley escape his own incompetence. No, um, Zach Wilson has only thrown one reception in the last five games. He's played much better. I know people still think he sucks, and I get it. He is not by any means a great quarterback, but he mm-hmm. is serviceable right now for the New York Jets. He's not making the same bad mistakes when he throws the football now. Now, does he have head-scratching plays where he holds on the ball too long and takes sacks that he shouldn't? Yes, but I, to me, the Chargers are, are like the most fake team in the NFL. They have all this <laughs> talent, but they, they don't show up. Brandon Staley, I'm telling you, Brandon Staley will somehow blow this game for his team and keep the Jets in the game. He'll go for it on fourth down at some point when he shouldn't. We'll stop right. him, and then we'll score a touchdown to take the lead. Like, like, I'm just envisioning that. Like, do the Chargers have more talent than the New York Jets, especially on the offensive side? Yes, defense. They have, you know, they have the pass rushers in Khalil Mack and Bosa to go after our decimated offensive line. But I don't I have no faith in Brandon Staley, and I'm sorry just because you beat a hapless Chicago Bears team with Tyson Bajit you know, who shouldn't probably be starting and the defense, which is like the worst in the NFL. And you finally put up some points. Doesn't mean all of a sudden you're back and you're ready to make a run to the playoffs. You still have Brandon Staley as your head coach. They're not mm-hmm. ma- to me. The Chargers are not making the playoffs. And to me, I think this is a game we, we should win. Yeah. I mean, then the narrative, the question, the narrative at the end of the week will be either a, you know, how, if the jets get a win, they can move towards the playoffs. Can Aaron Rodgers make it back? And or and and then with the, on the flip side, is Herbert overrated? I think he's overrated so, because I if, he, so if he has another clunker against a decent defense, I mean, again, at what point is enough enough where we have to start saying he's overpaid and not as good as what he seems he is? I think I'm on that with you, Crapper. He gets a, he gets a lot of slack where excuses are built in. Oh, he had he had uh he's got a terrible coach in Brandon Staley. Oh, he scores points, but the defense blows leads I'm for so him. Sick of it. And, I heard I heard it. Adam Nylon with fucking Philip Rivers, and I'm hearing it the yep. same thing with this asshole. And, oh, Anthony no Lynn excuses. was a terrible coach. Stop like, it. I'm I'm kind of over it. Like, it, does Herbert have a lot of talent? Yes. 
But at this, in the same breath, he's I think he's underperformed. And I don't think he's as good as people think. And, you know, now you're paying him $52 million, which I mean, you know, I would pay him $52 million also, but he needs to he needs to be better, Crapper, don't you think? I, I, I would agree. Uh, I mean, at some point, you know, if you're this world-beating quarterback that everybody says how great you are, you need to win your team some games. And I'm tired of saying, like, oh, they were one drive short. You know, the other team got the ball last. Or, blame. you know what? At some point, I don't want to hear all the blaming of Brandon Staley. Do something with the football. Win a game for your team. Yeah. All right. This season. Yes. Well, that yes, yeah. But he's good. They're going to keep making excuses for him. But what's the excuse when Brandon Staley is fired at the end of this year, which he will be fired, and you bring in a new coach, and then you still have the same issue. It's still the same results. So right. um, mm-hmm. that's going to do it for us this week. I have a yep. homework assignment for the both of you. Oh, at the end of this week, it's week nine, the midway point. So right. next week, we're going to do a little midseason review. We're each going to do seven teams in AFC, seven Uh-oh. teams in NFC, who we think is going to make the playoffs. And then I want a team that has three wins or less, not in that, but who you think might be able to make a run to the playoffs and maybe one a team that's in your seven that you think might not make the playoffs. Okay. All right. Can we do that? Both of us, all three of us. All right. And I think we definitely have to spend some time on the Jacksonville Jaguars because, uh, yes, they, they are, uh, like they play San to... Francisco next week, so right. we got plenty of time to. Uh, yeah, and, and I also want to give some more. time to the Denver Broncos next week because I just got to talk about why they keep horsing around there. So oh, um... <laughs> this has been fun, Shane. We want to. I want to thank Sugar Shane Falco for joining us, the Godfather of the Wednesday Night Tailgate. Thank you for joining us and talking Raiders football with us and all the horsing around that you did tonight, Shane. Oh, I do want to plug. Um, he will be doing Steel Cage Lounge Saturday night with the Nightmare Doctor. They'll be watching Crown Jewel. Uh, so make sure you check out that this Saturday night. Um, Crapper, go ahead for Sunday. Uh, yeah, Sunday, Sunday Crapper, uh, week nine, live on the Podbean, where we're going to talk about Bill's Bengals, talk about how the Knicks shot 27% from the field <laughs> in the second half tonight. Freaking <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Literally, I could, they, there's, they, were, they shot more bricks than there are in a freaking Lego set tonight. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, they're, they're not a good basketball they're, they're a good basketball team. They're not a great championship. No, the problem is when you go give away team. Obi Toppin, and the reason why we got Obi Toppin is for Dante DiVincenzo, who's a three-point machine, and I have seen the guy hit two threes all year. All right, it, it's, it's embarrassing. It's atrocious, and uh, it, it, it it's just... You know, pure poppycock, if you ask me. There you go. Jai, go ahead. Uh, and we call him Sunday Night Crapper again because of his crappy takes. And his one on my list was, quite frankly, one of the crappiest that I've that I've heard from him <laughs> in the last year. So we, I have had the privilege of joining him and Sarge to do this uh, Wednesday night program. But I thank all 130-plus of you that have joined us tonight. Shane, a phenomenal job. Uh, Crapper, albeit uh, nasty and uh, out of pocket with his uh, <laughs> opinions. 
has been very has made for entertaining championship radio, as Doggy likes to say. Sarge, phenomenal job as always. You can listen to me, uh, host of the Amatel Like a TIS podcast. Did my uh, week eight recap show and talked about the World Series and James Harden going to uh, the LA Clippers on my podcast yesterday. Uh, coming up on Friday, week nine preview, including Bengals and Bills, and I will uh, break down whether or not there will be a game six on Friday or will the Texas Rangers, who are currently uh, nine outs away from their first ever World Series championship as they take a one nothing lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks, I will uh, put a bow on the 2023 World Series. So Stay tuned for that, and the views that were reflected by Crapper do not reflect the views of Jai Shield. Just want to put that out there uh, in case, uh, any, by some chance, the five gorgeous ladies who, I mean, are just, they are gorgeous individuals in their own right, which is why they are, which is why I put them on my uh, list. I got no beef with any of them. They're gorgeous. I would, I'd date them. And if I was a billionaire, I'd mail, I'd marry them tomorrow. Uh, so the, ref, the uh, reflections and views of crapper from New York does not reflect the view and the opinions of one Jai I Shields. Well, yeah. Follow me on and, Twitter and, and, and Instagram and at the J. And we have one minute. And, uh, and if, and if Jai was really a thoroughbred, that would happen. But oh my God! Lonely, All right, lonely side pony. All anyway, right. we would love to thank Sugar Shane Falco for joining us. Um, we will be back next Wednesday, eight o'clock, right here on a Podbean for Wednesday Night Tailgate. So, for Jai, for Crapper, I'm Joe Sarnzi, and this is a Wednesday Night Tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. Enjoy Week Nine. We'll see you guys next week for our midseason review. Talk to you guys then. Peace. Later. Do do.